0: According to Morningstar, which is a firm that analyzes and rates mutual funds, over the last 10 years, ending December 31, 2021, the average rate of return of all mutual funds is 8.51%. That is looking at large, medium, and small cap funds as well as international funds and bonds. That is a whole lot better than what you are currently getting or what you can get with a CD or a savings account. Today, Dave is going to show you how to have amazing returns like that 8.51%, and it's almost painless to implement. Good day and welcome
1: to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level.
0: On today's episode, Dave's going to talk all about mutual funds. Maybe you've been listening to episodes and you've been wondering about the investing piece. Well, we haven't gone too specific into that. We've talked a little bit about it, but Dave's going to share a bit more about how you can pick a good mutual fund.
1: Hey, good day, friends. Thanks for joining me on my podcast. And we are going to talk about mutual funds. And before I even start that, I know some of you, finance is absolutely the most boring, unexciting, awful things you can even think about. You don't even want to talk about money at all. You don't have any idea what a mutual fund is, what an individual stock is. What's the difference? Well, I don't want to make it too complicated. If you're at that point where you really don't understand it, I am going to encourage you strongly to do your homework. And you don't need to spend hours and hours, but you do need to understand the basics of finance. And, and hopefully during these podcasts, you're learning some things. But in this particular story we're going to talk about today, mutual funds, maybe you uh, spend an hour or two this week and read about mutual funds online. Or even go to a brokerage firm like Fidelity or Vanguard or even a Bank of America type thing and ask questions. You do have to have a basic understanding of finance to win with money because you don't want to be that person that gives all of the responsibility and all the decision making to somebody else when it's regarding money. And I will tell you from experience, not well, I shouldn't say personal experience, but reading online, there's so many people like in the uh, sports industry that. Basically, make a ton of money when they're young, and they give all that control over to these financial people. And I'm telling you, some of them have done a terrible job for these very wealthy young people, and have lost the money game because they didn't understand it. So, what I'm going to do today is really straightforward. It's really simple, and it's really like at the bottom level. But what I'm trying to do is just say here: if you have absolutely no interest in putting away your money for retirement, this is a simple, simple plan that you can do
0: yeah that's what I like about this episode. This isn't gonna be a complicated strategy or scheme. We know a lot of you you're you know maybe you're not interested in being a personal finance expert, but as hopefully Dave's doing is he's simplifying down what you can do so that everyone at least has a basic knowledge to go out there and to prepare for their future so even if you don't love finance, even if you don't love the idea of investing or looking into all that, Dave's gonna simplify it on today's episode.
1: all right so. How do you pick the right mutual funds? Well, let me just explain real quick first. What is a mutual fund, right? Well, mutual funds is just a name that means there's companies like Nike, there's Allstate, there's Walmart, and so on and so forth. Tech companies, you know, there's uh, Tesla, there's all sorts of companies like that. Those are individual companies and they sell stock, right? When people buy some of that stock, The companies use that money for various purposes, building buildings, growing their business, so on and so forth. So what a mutual fund is, it's a company that say they might have 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 stocks that they buy for their customers and they put it in like a, well, they call it a mutual fund, but it's like a holding company that kind of watches those stocks, okay? So what that does, it limits your risk a little bit. If you bought, say, Tesla in uh, January and you thought, man, this is a winner, it's been doing so well. Well, right now in June after 6 months of the year, it's down about 40%. And because it's an individual stock, you it's on paper, you lost a lot of money. But if you have your money in mutual funds, it spreads out their risk over a long period of time.
0: Yeah, so more or less for you to do poorly, a bunch of companies have to do poorly as opposed to just one. So it lowers your risk, it spreads out what you're investing into multiple companies in sort of a conglomerate.
1: That's right. And again, at some point in the future, when you really do start to have real income and, and lots of money and you want to invest in individual stocks, sure, you can put a portion in. I mean, I own Tesla stock. It's been fantastic over the last two years, but it's much more risky. And for my audience today, that's not where you're at. And I don't want you to think about individual stocks at this point. So you want to think about mutual funds, okay? All right. So you've been listening to my podcast for a while, and you've even gone to, say, the HR department. Or you've called a brokerage firm to set up an account because you're ready. You've listened enough of Dave and you want to start putting your money into a mutual fund and see it grow better than having in your savings account. As a matter of fact, I just got an email from one of the people that's uh, listening to the podcast asking me that same question. She's ready to put her money into some type of investment. So some of you may even have done some study online. And now you have a little bit more experience and understanding of finance, so now you're saying, I'm ready. So now what? Today I'm going to share a very straightforward way to find out the right mutual fund for your portfolio. This is not rocket science, or scary as some may think, but it is a very simple process to accomplish. First, before I go any further, have you set up your account, as mentioned above? Have you set up an automatic deduction from your check that you receive at work? If so, now you can begin. Second, the next thing is picking the right mutual funds for you. Now, there are many factors like your age, your family situation, prior savings, and so forth to consider. But I'm going to keep it simple as I possibly can, and here it is. What I would suggest when you go and set up this Account is to put one third in a very low cost S and P five hundred index fund, and I know some of you are going to say I don't know what that is, but you can look that up really easily, and and it'll be explained to you online. Basically, they invest in what they call Standard and Poor. It's a list of the top five hundred companies in America. They buy a little bit of each of those five hundred companies, and they spread out the risk, as Nate mentioned, and that's as as good as any, to get you started, okay? So one-third in that low-cost S&P 500 index fund. Then you allocate one-third into an international fund. And that makes sense, right? That's companies that are not from the United States. They're overseas in Europe or Asia or South America, but it's an international fund. And then the final one is one-third into a bond fund. And bonds basically are you give money to a company that's... uh, promises to give you a certain return over a period of time, they take that money and and invest in their company.
0: Just to kind of sum it up there, if I understand it correctly, the one-third in the S&P 500 Index Fund essentially invests in American stocks or stocks on the American Stock Exchange. That's right. And then you got a third into the international, so you're investing internationally, spreading out your risk internationally. Yep. And also there's some aggressive options internationally. And then the bonds, again, that kind of further diversifies you, where in many cases, the bonds are said to be less risky than stocks. That's right. And just one other thing I wanted to add, I know Dave kind of briefly talked about it. Obviously, this isn't investment advice. We are not financial advisors. That's right. This is just what we are personally do and recommend. And so just keep that in mind. And also everyone's, Dave talked about it, but everyone listening here is, is at a different age than the next person. And so if you're really close to retirement, we probably wouldn't recommend you put much money in the stock market right now. You just don't really know. But if you're younger and you're able to ride out the ups and downs, then sure, the stock market's a a great option for you.
1: Yeah, this is a great balanced approach for the long term. What I like about it is you can sleep at night knowing that this will give you a very good moderate growth of your money. Honestly, For a very simple, no touch approach, this would be great for most people. And again, as you become more sophisticated, and if you want to, you can do other things. You know, you can invest in gold, you can invest in tech companies specifically, or even individual stocks, as I talked about. But for most people, if you're not a finance person and have not that interest, that's a good, simple thing to do one third, one third, one third, and you'll be happy with the results. Now, for those who know of Warren Buffett, and he has uh, been an investor for a long time. He's, he's actually getting older, quite a bit older, actually. But he's in the top five of the wealthiest people in the world. He's from uh, Omaha, Nebraska, for all you Nebraskans out there. And he suggests that you put 90% into your S&P 500 index fund and 10% in short-term bonds and cash. Now, that's not what I would do. But this guy, you can't count him out, man. He knows what he's talking about. This is a much more aggressive position. However, it could be a good fit for some of you. So I'd only suggest this if you already have funds set aside for other obligations and are early in your savings journey. So that's it. That's a pretty straightforward approach, right?
0: Yeah, I'd say so. And you know, one thing you notice, Dave's not talking about investing in individual stocks here. That's something he mentioned you can do if you have extra money to spend and you want to do it later. But to get started, to get that fundamentals, this isn't something you need to spend hours researching. This is just you find that index fund, you find that international fund or that bond fund, and you invest one third in each. So a very simple outline. And this isn't something you're going to review every day. Oh, it goes up and down. Sure. You know, you're not going to be like Warren Buffett reading about every individual stock and looking for great value stocks. No, you're just going to invest in these index funds and move forward.
1: Right. And again, I know you're, you know, some of you are saying, well, gee whiz, I don't even know what, what is, what is Dave talking about? Well, if you work for a company, go to HR and say, I am ready to invest in my, uh, you know, retirement funds through the company. And I've been reading a little bit and studying, and this is where I want to put my money. And so let's just say 10% of your check goes through your HR, it goes into this fund like a pot of money. And then you tell HR, I want to do one third in the uh, S&P 500, one third in international funds and one third in bonds and cash. And they'll have funds for you to do that. And if you are not in a place where you work for a company like that and you do it on your own, you have your own business, say, go to a company like Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab or there's a lot of companies like that. Give them a call or go into their office and say, here's where I'm just starting out. I'm young. And I'm telling you, they'll love to help you because uh, when you make money, they make money, but they're really knowledgeable and they will help you set up these funds for you.
0: Yeah. And the last thing I want to just add on this is you're never going to see us recommend any get rich quick schemes or anything. Nope. It's not about making these big aggressive returns, investing in crypto or NFTs, all that stuff. Maybe there's some value there, but basically we want you to get rich slowly. So get rich over time through something where where you can feel comfortable about where you put your money, not something where you're taking big risks on to make big payouts.
1: And as you, if you've listened to my podcast, you know that's how I did it. I never made a lot of money, and I just was a faithful saver and a faithful investor. And over time, I did pretty good. All right, uh, here's uh, three things, three points that I want to emphasize, and we'll be done for today. The first one. <laughs> I broken record, I know, but take action. Don't put it off. Remember what I said about finance—that it is eighty percent behavior and twenty percent knowledge. So I know you're. Some of you are saying, "I don't know what an S and P five hundred is. It just does not click with me." I get that. I have somebody in my family that just would do that, and that's okay. But it's behavior. That the key is to get to that HR and get your money funneled into that fund and then put it into those three different funds, and you're going to be a winner in, in no time. Think differently about money and get this done. See your HR or brokerage firm and set it up. And lastly, for most people, a good balanced approach, like I mentioned earlier, is a great way to get started and maybe as you do it for a while and you've been doing it 10 or 15 years and you know what I'm doing pretty good but I want to take a little more risk well you can do that but right now for most of you this is how you want to get started in my opinion okay let's take action you can listen to podcasts every day for a year but until you decide to take action nothing is going to happen right make today the day that you talk to your hr person or make the call to a brokerage firm and set up an account With that done, now set it up so that a percentage of every check you receive goes directly into that retirement account. Lastly, if you have a question about this subject or any other that I've spoken to on, please feel free to contact me and I'll personally reply. Go to savelikedave.com and click the email box to send me a note.
0: Yeah, and I think maybe a lot of people listening are thinking, well, I'll just do this later. Or, ah, it's going to take so much work to, to invest in all these companies. Like Dave's saying, this isn't something that's going to take you tons of hours every year. I mean, this is is really just 30 minutes to an hour talking with your HR department or just making those investment picks in your account, in your retirement account, and then just leaving it until the next year. And then you can look at it again next year. But the hardest work is just getting it done first. And once you do that, the rest is history. It'll just do it all itself. Set it
1: and forget it. It's a behavioral issue for most of us. It's not a knowledge issue. It's just changing your behavior. Get it done.
0: So that wraps up today's episode. We're going to go a little bit more in depth on mutual funds on the next episode. So kind of continuing this series on mutual funds and just how do you purchase them? So we're going to tell you a little bit about that. It all seems so foreign to me. You might be wondering, but next week, Dave will delve into this subject And by the end of the podcast, you will know a lot more about mutual funds and how to pick the right ones for your needs.
1: That's right. So remember, today I talked about the basic plain vanilla ones, and that's where most you should start. But next week, I'm going to talk more about, you know, once you've done that for a little bit, you're ready to do a little more risk. And that's what I to talk to you about next podcast.
0: All right. Well, today, Dave has a scripture verse that he's going to leave us with.
1: All right. This is kind of an interesting one. It's called Hebrews 13.5. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you.